Welcome to the Fania Radio Show. Today we welcome in the show Dean from the Darker Than Wax record label from Singapore. to escape of sound, substance, and ideas. Witness the ethereal wonders of these beautiful worlds before you possess. Open your eyes. Open your mind. Open your soul. Buckle up, because we'll now take you on an astral journey. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, it's actually quite an honor and a pleasure talking to you because we were so far quite following for a longer time um, stuff you guys were producing over there. So it's oh. it's quite cool to, to have you guys on our show. Oh, thank, thank you very much, man. Um, you know, it's always quite amazing to uh, link up with so many people from all around the world because I, I think very often when you're just in the midst of doing things, uh, making things happen, you, you kind of don't really know what's going on outside. Although we, although we know, because the movement mm-hmm. has been growing mm-hmm. quite well over the past few years. But you know, it's always nice to hear someone like yourself just sort of responding and then giving us positive, positive feedback as well. So yeah, I, I really appreciate that. 
to me, Singapore never really appeared as a as a country where there there would be a base <laughs> for such a movement at all. Yes, so, I know. So this is this is really really amazing. So that's that's why to me this kind of interview is even more interesting because sure. <laughs> I can poke a couple of questions out of you just for my next visit to Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. No, I, I completely. Uh, I, I completely get what you mean because um, this this is one of the reasons why I'm so driven to to push this label because I think Singapore suffers from that image of obviously being culturally musically barren and I, I think the world just sort of knows Singapore for a lot of the wrong reasons. I'm, I'm not about to go deeply into it, but I think you and I are, are quite well aware of world affairs and politics and all this kind of stuff. But um, I mean, there's there's actually a very strong independence scene here for a long time already, since actually the the, the, the mid '80s. Um, it's just that it happens in very small amounts, and and I think obviously the the world, especially Europe and uh, America, never really took notice of what's ha what's happening right here. I mean, but the but the thing is, geographically, everything happens here. There's so many DJs and people coming past through this island all the time. And um, yeah, the, the scene has always been here. But I think right now with the whole internet technology and stuff, obviously, that we're, we're you know, obviously it makes it easier for us to just sort of really push out what we what we believe in right now. So yeah. I still don't understand award shows. Cause you let it. 
Dean, um, Duggan and Wax is first of all a record label from Singapore. So, and with that, it is, as you just said as well, right in the center of Asia. And for whoever has ever visited Singapore before, you will know that Singapore is one of those very, very few places where you actually indeed have a, a melting pot of different things. So if, you, if there is one place in this, on this earth where you would go to, to eat any kind of food from any other place in this world, that would be definitely Singapore. So <laughs> does this reflect somehow in, in arts, especially now talking about music in, in the music scene? Oh, definitely. Because, um, I mean, you, you, you know, I, I, you're absolutely right. You, you nailed the point there because I think what's really interesting about Singapore is that we have a culture of no culture because we almost, I mean, to me, Singapore is almost like an eraser city because it's developing so fast that our memories are constantly getting reshaped and, and, and refurbished. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we are in a constant state of movement, of, of flux. And for me, my, 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 my background has always been in like uh, jazz music, like mm -hmm. um, very strong black American and black music history, you know, like for me, that's, that's my roots. Um, so a, a lot of my influences are also from everywhere. It's really diverse. It's really just a melange of so many different sounds that I've been exposed to. And that really reflects in the way we speak, in the way we, yeah, in the way we see food, in the way we consume our food and so many different types of languages here. So you're right, everything moves in that way, you know? And I, that's what I find very fascinating about Singapore, actually. Not me. 
you are uh, job-wise, you are an architect. You are an yes. illustrator as well, right? That's right, yes. Uh, you work for a local company. I, I'm not really sure if you're uh, a director or founder of, of a smaller agency, larger agency, uh, dealing with um, interior and exterior construction. Is that right? That's right. Uh, I, I'm actually one, uh, one of the other directors, uh, two directors. I'm one of them. Uh, we run this uh, seven-man agency called uh, FUR, mm -hmm. F-U-U-R, uh, mm -hmm. which is a short form for future urbanism. So we've been around for like 10 years and uh, just doing a lot of urban interiors, a lot of bars, hospitality projects, and a lot of music spaces as well. Um, and so that's kind of like my day job. And then obviously, um, Dark Networks is also a full-time thing for me because I DJ, I, I strategize the releases, I do the artwork, I conceptualize the art direction as well. Mm -hmm. So it's 24-7 it's for me for the past what, six, seven years already. During this, yeah. That must be extremely fast-paced. <laughs> <laughs> it is very fast-paced because Singapore, is, as, as you know, it is a, already a very energetic, fast-paced society. Uh, but I, I think I sort of, I, I really enjoyed it. I really thrive on that sort of energy because I'm the kind of guy that gets easily just sort of restless. So I'm I'm constantly engaging myself in projects and just always on the go, absorbing and just digesting and, and creating at the same time. So I think both professions, for lack of a better word, really just sort of define what I do. How did you guys come up with the idea to found a label? What was the story behind that? Um, 
So Kay and I, Kay being the other co-founder of Dark New Wax, he's a saxophonist, self-taught musician. And uh, I have been DJing for more than 10 years. Um, and we met we met through another veteran DJ and then we started playing together, he on the sax and me, obviously, you know, uh, using vinyls back then and stuff. And that's how we actually grew, grew together. And then eventually one thing led to the other, you know, multiple conversations about producing together which which obviously started then we started producing and I started hustling to put our releases and then I guess everything was just like a, an organic process you know and then finally in the end we just thought hey um, I think it's really time to just sort of put out our, our own music and then just really start connecting with like-minded people from around our region and um, I guess it just really started from there you know and, and we, If, if you look on, on the board of people um, yeah. who belong to the family of Darker Than Wax, there are quite a number of people coming from Europe, other countries. How, how did you get those people on board? Um, I kind of, well, I hand, handle most of the a and for Darker Than Wax. Uh, I think I have, have always managed to approach it from a very digger sort of vinyl digging sort of background. So I mean, I, I came from the early, you know, the early platforms of like MySpace, SoSeek. So, mm -hmm. um, I I think MySpace was the, the the first platform that gave me that sort of foundation of connecting with a lot of European, uh, American artists, a lot of those up and comers, you know. So that's that's the, that's the sort of community that I was sort of raised on, and then SoundCloud obviously came on board, and I think SoundCloud really changed the game back then in a, in a very early uh, early stage of its development, and I just started. Doing A and R, discovering so many people from New Zealand, from from the US, obviously from Holland, from Belgium. So it just it just sort of started from there, and then, um, yeah, 
90 percent of the li- of, of the of the artists that you see on the roster all came from that sort of process mm-hmm. uh, and connection yeah A DJ and you have a total nick for older jazz, jazz in general, future jazz, yes. whatever, just of any yes. kind of flavor. But most of all, you seem to be as well uh, a big friend of vinyl in general. Yes. So, can, are there places in Singapore you can dig for vinyl at all? Oh yes, yes. Um, well, not not for the newer stuff. Like uh, obviously not not the same sort of. Uh, you know, offerings or selections in Europe. But if you want to dig for the older stuff, like um, there are still a few um, private collectors here uh, uh-huh. that I, uh-huh. I sometimes hit up. And there are still a few really good shops here, like, yeah, a proper warehouse uh, called Red Point that I, I, I frequent a lot. And a lot of the collectors from Europe, whenever they come to Singapore, they go to this particular warehouse because this guy just has an endless supply of like all sorts of music. So. Um, yeah, there, there are a couple of uh, good gems here actually, mm-hmm. and I brought a lot of people, uh, uh, yeah, to, to to look for vinyls here. So yeah, it's it's not bad here actually.
besides of um, publishing records and mixes, you guys reach out as well to other medias. You have an own running radio show as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit how it came to that one? Um, again, I think that, that uh, started from a very early sort of, uh, you know, always exposed to pirate radio. I started doing this very uh, early version of Dark and Wax back then called uh, Dark and Wax Radio back uh, back then called Public Nuisance Radio, mm -hmm. and it's always just based on the spirit of pirate radio. So I guess I've always been quite used to to just doing podcast mixes, you know, talking over my mixes, and then eventually we just thought the label should actually have a radio component because you know it's, it's the best way to to to. To, to share your message and to, to you know keep discovering new artists and then connecting with other selectors so yeah that's 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 what it's about really Think about the future of Darker Than Wax. When you would, when you would foresee like two years from here, where did you see will this label grow to? You have any specific plans or ideas for the new uh, bright future? Yes, very no, very very, very good question. Um, we are planning to um, tour, um, obviously around the region, which is really happening. And then uh, I'm planning Europe right now uh, for late February and March next year. And then uh, a couple of promoters have also approached us for the, the U.S. side. So I'm actually working with a, couple, uh, a few agencies um, in, in, in the U.S. and Europe right now. So I would say getting, getting a little Dark and Wax tour happening in different parts of the world will be, my, will be our next uh, yeah, growth, besides the releases and whatnot. But that's just something that has always been happening at a, at a very consistent and regular pace. So I would say... Making shows happen more uh, around the world is, is the most immediate uh, pro priority right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to mm -hmm. say that it's really happening. Um, yeah.
You guys have quite a nice range of t-shirts and sweaters and all kinds of merchandise. Who's designing all those? Is this design uh, coming from you guys? Yes, everything, uh, everything that you see uh, is done in-house. Um, it's predominantly conceptualized by myself and uh, another one of my team members, uh, this, this guy called Chris John, who's based in New York right now. So he's sort of like um, the other creative person working with me on conceptualizing different styles, different prints. and Because um, we all just sort of really like um, and observe a lot of the street fashion, obviously. And um, one, I guess one of the components and one of the aims for DTW is really to just, you know, come out with more sort of specialized products in the near future um, to, to cater to different types of people. So, yeah.
could you describe for us the music scene in Singapore in general these days? What what is like the most heavy rotated stuff right now? Um, well, you obviously have your your mainstream stuff, which is you know just all all the all the all the pop stuff and all the friendly R and B stuff that dominates. Um, I guess the main sort of uh, music scape here. But then on the underbelly side, you do have a very healthy sort of beat making culture on the rise. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy to say that in, even the indie, the experimental indie bands and all the, all, the, all the small sort of electronica crossover bands are all coming up right now. You know, I would call the SoundCloud generation all knowing a lot of the fresher sounds. And um, yeah, it's, um, you know, the, house, the house scene is really quite strong here as well. Um, but predominantly, I think the beats, the experimental future beat scene here is, is growing very strongly right now. Um. Are there any Singaporean hip hop artists you could name us? Oh yes, definitely. Uh, there's there's a couple of very interesting Malay Malay rappers. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the West Side sort of producers and uh, rappers they they they're all doing a lot of fresh stuff. You know, rapping in their native tongue, mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. addressing social issues and like disparities in, in in our society and stuff. So yes, there there are, there is this uh, rising group of all these um, artists. Predominantly in the in the west side of Singapore, okay. Uh, okay. I guess it's also quite industrial there, so you know it's always <laughs> that sort of connection, you know.
When you would think about cultural influences, um, what is the stuff you take from the Singaporean part of culture, lifestyle into your work? And what would be the biggest influence from outside of Singapore? Sure. Um, very good question. I think, I think what I really, really absorb from my culture here is just the ability to adapt to various situations. Because like I said before, we, we were a British colony back then before we gained independence as a city-state. So, I mean, um, you know, Engl and, and obviously English being our first language. Um, I think we've always been quite a schizophrenic sort of a race, you know, because we, we tend to absorb influences from everywhere. Like you have people here trying to speak like Americans. You have people here trying to speak like Japanese or whatever, you know. <laughs> so I think I find that very fascinating because it, it has allowed me to be a chameleon. And if you, if you know how to utilize it, that in the right way, I think it really allows you to be very flexible, very adaptive, that you can actually exist almost anywhere globally, which which obviously makes me then someone that, that you know that yearns to travel constantly for ideas, which I have been over the past 10 years, just traveling all over everywhere and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of just inspiration, I, I think it's it's really where I, I go. It could be Tokyo, it could be London, it could be it could be Brazil, which I obviously went uh, uh, early, early, earlier in the, in the year to do a Dark Dynamics tour. And I think architecturally, you know, because of my background, I just see things in, in very lateral ways. And it's really helped me to just sort of see everything in, in its entirety, if, if, if I make sense. So, yeah. It's just, I think, I think it's just all about drifting and, and just absorbing things wherever you go. And just learning how to see things beyond a certain way. So, yeah. Outside of music and, and uh, bigger known scenic spots, to me Singapore was always a place where you could find really interesting gardens. When you would, when you would think, what is what is your kind of favorite spot in Singapore, which you would recommend our listeners to visit to if they ever have the chance? Yeah, 
Well, I, I definitely would recommend uh, well more on the tourist side, on the safer tourist side. There's definitely botanical gardens, uh, which is uh, a UNESCO heritage uh, site. And then on the lesser known paths, there's 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 a really beautiful uh, part of Singapore on the Western Corridor called the Southern Ridges, where you have basically this whole ridges filled with rainforest trees, really beautiful. And there's a treetop rock as well, which I would recommend. Um, and then there's just all these very little tiny gardens and all these urban corridors and coffee spots that's just sort of distributed along this whole corridor. Um, and but my, my my personal my personal sort of favorite spot is um, this little coffee ra- uh, roasting place called Nylon, and uh, it's just in a very nice part of Singapore. Okay. And uh, that, that's that, and me being a coffee lover, yeah, that's, it gives me peace when I go there. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's just great. <laughs> Uh, you you just mentioned drinking coffee. So how about food? What what's the best spot for, say, a vegetarian to eat in Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm that I'm that boring as vegetarian now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a couple of really good vegetarian places around. Um, you could go to this place called, called Fortune Fortune Center, which is uh, basically this building, this really old 80s building uh, mm-hmm. along Middle Road. Um, it's four stories of just vegetarian food like basically it's like a mecca of vegetarian food um mm-hmm. it's really it's really 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 good um across the road there's also this other place almost like a farm to table so a restaurant called artichoke mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. also also really nice as well but i mean for the non-vegetarian uh, you know people there's there's so much there's chili crabs there's obviously the the, the classic carrot cake the fried <laughs> carrot cake the savory carrot cake that's right um, you know you have the Hainanese chicken rice the the, the great Penang the Penang laksa oh I mean I, I could go on and I'm sure 
<laughs> there's so much. I mean, there's like really good Indian food as well, North, North Indian, South Indian, Malay food, Peranakan food. So it's crazy here. You just, you just get such a variety, you know. Illustration, architecture. What what else is is influencing you in your work? Are you are you an avid reader? Or are you watching movies? Oh yes, um, always been very influenced by back then by like Japanese film noir, like Akira Kurosawa. I think Akira Kurosawa just really changed my life because okay. watching all his films back then just really gave me this whole sense of you know space of like time of fragmentation of just 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 sort of like subtleties and details and stuff uh you know like yeah i mean obviously very influenced by different types of readings of like i mean i'm not i'm not like a consistent reader i just read what, whatever i pick up so i'm i'm a bit of a hit and hit and miss of reader you know i just kind of like grab extracts and stuff from everywhere but um I think art and, and film has always been uh, the two main drivers, have always been the, my, my two main sort of core influences. Um, graffiti, obviously, as well. Um, that, that's, that's a very huge part of... That, that really in, inspires me what I do because of the geometry of space, again, the colours and the whole sort of negative, positive space. And Japanese animation as well is, is a huge, huge part of, <laughs> of my DNA. Yeah. Um, so if you look at a lot of the artwork in Darkening Wax, it has that that whole sort of very strong Japanese anime manga sort of mm -hmm. influences. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, speaking of graffiti, uh, Singapore is not really a place where you could spray at all, right? Be having <laughs> rather very strict laws. Yes. So there is right. there is no such a scene at all existing, does it? Uh, actually, there are. There are still the the the, I guess the the guys who who try to just do it without mm -hmm, getting. Mm -hmm. So you have those, not a lot, but then you have all these very strange, government allocated spaces where where all these uh, graffiti taggers and writers congregate and, and do this sort of publicly sponsored project. So ah, Singapore is okay. strange that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, internationally, graffiti is becoming more and more mainstream now. So That's I think right. the only way graffiti artists and writers can exist here is just to, to, to exist, exist in this sort of public spaces, safe, allocated spaces, which obviously is an irony. Um, but I do know a lot of my other personal friends who still, you know, go go in the dark corners of a of, of, of a back alley of Singapore and just do their own tagging stuff as well. So um, it's 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 still very vibrant here. Obviously, not 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 like anywhere else. Yeah. Like some yeah. like some Palo or Melbourne, it's just completely different. Totally. <laughs>
Um, have you guys ever performed in Germany? Uh, not yet, personally. No, yeah, I, I played in Switzerland. Uh, that's probably the closest. Okay. Uh, in, in France as well, but uh, not yet in Germany. But uh, interestingly, we are actually trying to hit possibly Berlin in, uh, in uh, next next March as well, and um, hopefully a couple of other places as well. Really? So if, you know, if you know anything, uh, please please let let me know. <laughs> okay, surely we'll do. We'll reach out to that. Sounds great. And um, Dean, thank you for the interview. That was really nice talking to you. Excellent. Excellent. Sounds very good. Thank you very much. It was really really fun. Oh yeah, likewise, man. <laughs> Always nice to connect with another person, and um, yeah, we should we should definitely keep in touch from here. Sure, I will do that. Um, then thank you for your time and have a good evening. You Enjoy. too as well. Thanks. Enjoy the weather yeah. over there. It's goddamn cold here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I heard it's uh, dipping already. So yeah, keep keep warm and have a nice day. <laughs> thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Enjoy an exclusive Darker Than Wax mixtape by Funk Bastard. Darker Than Wax Radio.
Spending money on my life, not a second on a bitch. I was checking on the checks, I ain't checking on the bitch. Had to beat the pussy up, going checking on the bitch. Either flexing on the nigga or I'm flexing on the bitch. I'm a young nigga rapping on my shit. Young nigga trapping on my shit. You know you can't tell a nigga shit. You know this a motherfucker here, ready nigga, here we go. First giving honor to God, cause he's the one who's gonna forget this body tonight. Walk him the bag and had body him tight. Is she fucking with me, is she fucking tonight? Oh yeah. Niggas rapping, they sounding more like the typical. Soon they flipping the brick and the fraction, making reciprocal. Viking of the Viking and shit, tipping the scale. Niggas want the beef in a with the can and the kale. Oh yes, Gino probably aiming at your chest. Big AK outside of the Benz wagon, a fucking dragon. See the. Yeah, spending money.
Thank you. 
over here, girl. Why don't you come over here, girl? Don't be scared, girl. There's enough of that new girl. I'm posted up with my boys. You chillin' with your girls, girl. And I bet you want as pretty as your girls, girl. Physically, you don't have to remember me. But don't forget my energy. Feel where I'm coming from. So you can see what we're going to. Cause by the end of the night, if you go with me, don't forget what you're going through. By the end of the night, if I come with you, don't forget, don't forget, forget, forget. instruments and everybody played small instruments and on percussion.
This was the Fania Radio Show. Thank you all for listening. Be good to yourself.